Welcome to the Rad Movie Review Podcast, the show where we talk about movies that we watched and then we review them. It's, it's, it's what the title of the show says. I am your host, Riley, joined by my two great, beautiful, wonderful friends, uh, Alexis. Hello. And Dakota. Hi. All right, and we're here today to talk about a movie, and yes, uh, a movie, that is what I said. Uh, Dakota, uh, so if you, if you recall, uh, last week on the show, uh, we promised a uh, double feature of Clifford the Large Red Canine and Ghostbusters Afterlife. Now, uh, I believe Dakota can explain uh, why that's not happening today. Why did I do that? Because <laughs> uh, I, I think you're partly to, at least partly to blame for it. Uh, Sorry, I didn't work. Up to the interpretation of the listeners. Uh, but yeah. I'm work and I needed sleep. Dakota poorly, poorly planned the time uh, at which we were doing this. And no, we went to the movie theater. We saw Clifford the Big Red Dog. And the fact is, Dakota didn't lead with this. I went to the theater. Uh, expecting to watch both movies, and I think Alexis did too. <laughs> and I then mean, I was hoping to see one movie, and unfortunately, it was not the movie that we saw. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we we uh, us both walked into that theater thinking we were going to watch both movies, and Dakota waited until we got out of Clifford the Big Red Dog to be like, "Oh yeah, I don't have time for Ghostbusters." <laughs> Well, to be fair, I there it was there was an inkling. I kind of knew that we probably wouldn't be able to watch both, but I think it was depending on how long Clifford was, and Clifford it was, was too long. It was the spaced out because the next one wasn't for another forty minutes afterwards, and I it was two hour movie. Oh yeah, that was yeah. While the other movie started, while we were already in Clifford, so yeah, so we would have to wait and then. The movie was already two hours itself. Yeah, well, at the end of the day, Dakota's lame. We didn't watch Ghostbusters Afterlife, but we did watch Clifford the Big Red Dog. Uh, So, Alexis, you want to tell us what happened in that movie? Uh, If I have to, Clifford (laughs) is about this random red dog that randomly turns big and this random family that finds him. That's Listen, my, that that's is a my. very disingenuous way to describe the movie. <laughs> a uh, an old man with magical powers has a red dog that is magical, and he gives it to a little girl, and the little girl's love for that dog makes him grow really big. And they they go on mis- they have a big misadventure trying to deal with this big red dog, just running around and being very big. And that that's there a- you go. That's the plot. But there it the is. Beautiful, beautiful description. Um, so yeah, I love this movie. <laughs> this movie was great. Listen, I I walked into this film, right? I I've, I've been hyping this up. Uh uh me and Alexis are co-workers. Dakota used to work there too. I've been hyping this up for like weeks. <laughs> like <laughs> a Clifford the big red dog man, but I was doing it as a bit. Like I I thought I would ironically enjoy the movie, at least. But I was not expecting to actually like legitimately make have it make me feel things and enjoy it. But I I was I was blown away. I was impressed. It's obviously not like crazy amazing. It's a children's film about a big red dog. But 
there was some general, there was some real heart in this movie, some really, some good com- comedic timing. I really enjoyed this film genuinely. And uh, did, as I usual, Alexis disagrees. I, <laughs> you're probably the only one. Yeah, I think me and Dakota are on the same page. I think the best part of the movie was when it ended. No, I'm just kidding, but... Um, it had some okay parts. We were the only ones in the theater, so we got to talk while we were watching it, which was a fun thing. But yeah, it that was, was good. That <laughs> that made that it more really enjoyable. Cool. Yeah, so I enjoyed the experience, mm-hmm. but not the movie. Dakota, please turn off vibrate. <laughs> that's my. We can fan. hear that. Sorry, that's my fan. Oh. I'm not talking about the fan. I'm talking about your phone vibrating. Phone isn't vibrating. Oh. Yes, it is. Then your your fan sounds weird. Anyway, go ahead, Alexis. I was going to say, I just think my biggest problem was the the main guy, the main, um, her uncle. I just... What's wrong with him? He was charming. He was a charming lad. I think, because he is a comedian, a known comedian, and he has a, uh, you know... English accent, and I don't get why they made him do this weird American accent. They I just do that don't get in, it. like, every movie. Yeah, but why would they have his sister have the British accent, but he's not allowed to have the British accent? So it's already established that they're from Britain. Why not let him keep the British accent? Because he's meant to be, like, a loser who's lived in America his whole life. And thus... <laughs> I guess. I'm just saying, like, this guy, his name's, like, Jack Whitehall. That's his name. And he's, like, a known comedian. He's, like, pretty f- famous, I think, over there, like, in like in the UK. And I'm just like, wow, that's just such a weird accent. I just don't get why they wouldn't, if they wanted this famous, like, British guy, why wouldn't they just let him be British? Emily Elizabeth didn't have a British accent either. Because she was born in America, and she's also in the sixth grade. You know what? <laughs> I know, I know, I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so my one criticism of this movie really is just um, some poorly placed CGI. Like, I-, I have nothing else to complain about. Like, I think the characters were funny. I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed they, were, they were heartwarming scenes. There were funny scenes. Uh, Clifford pisses on a tree. It's really funny. <laughs> And it sprays uh, on it sprays on the uncle. It, it sprays on the uncle. Yes, it's 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 a great scene. Um, it's just sometimes when they're the human characters are interacting with Clifford, the CGI editing isn't perfect. I just think it's bad, even as far as kids' movies go. And I've seen a lot of kids' what? movies. Yeah. What? That's I just not saw fair. a kids' movie. I just saw a kids' movie. I saw Encanto, and that movie was so much better. I just think it's just, I don't know. There was just so much about it that was not good. Like, the actual storyline, like, I still get it. Okay, he becomes big, not because of her love, because she makes a wish on him. And she wishes that they could be big and strong and, you know, take on the world or whatever. And I'm still like, are you kidding? Wish for something better. Wish for something more. Like, how is that the wish? It just made no sense. Cause she's a fucking twelve-year-old, Alexis. Not not every 12. child thinks as efficiently as you. Twelve-year-old. 
12-year-olds, especially these days, are much smarter than that. And also, I had no emotional attachment to her. I didn't care that she was getting bullied. She was hardly getting bullied. Like, what? You call that bullying? Calling her food stamps? I mean, it's pretty sad, but she's in, like, what? In Manhattan at a private school? Like, boo-hoo. Wow. I'm, I feel so bad for you. I had no, like, emotional attachment to that character. The, there's only one character that I actually cared about, and his name was Owen. He's so sweet. <laughs> But I guess the only good thing I did like was Clifford was adorable. Also, Owen was adorable. But I did like Clifford. He was really, really cute. Yes, Clifford was adorable. He's it's a big old puppy dog. He's so cute. There's so much, so many adorable little scenes. Like when they're at, uh, I believe they were at Owen's fucking manor, which he lives in a fucking giant ass fucking place. And, oh my god, uh, yeah. And Emily Elizabeth, like, snap, sleeps on Clifford, and she has, like, a blanket, and she's using Clifford as a pillow, and it's really adorable. Yeah, Riley gave an audible aww in the theater. Yeah, it was so, it was so cute. <laughs> there, there were so many, so many cute scenes. Uh, so much adorable, adorableness in this movie. Uh, obviously, with Owen, too, the, his crush on Emily... So, so so many cute little scenes about that. Like the one Alexis pointed out in the theater, like when they meet Owen's dad. And <gasps> oh she's like, God, oh, the insane. Emily? The <laughs> yeah. Emily? That one? <laughs> and he's like, dad. He's like, no, no, no. I never, he never talks about you. What? <laughs> no, no, no. That, that's la- I think you're thinking of later when um, his father says, okay, it's time to go to bed. Let me tuck you in. And then he's like, dad. He's like, oh, I never tuck him in. <laughs> I never I talked to him. He did it for both times. Okay. But he's the dad was obviously like uh such a babe on screen, the only eye candy that was available at the you know, in the whole movie. But I get it, it's a kid's movie. They're not supposed to be eye candy. No, I forgot about the old man. What old man? You thought the old man was eye candy? <laughs> I don't know, man, for 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 being that old, he's definitely got got some style to him. I, I, yeah. I, think, I think he's got the gilf energy. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you guys say. Uh, also, <laughs> I was so disappointed he was alive. There's this one part where they try to do this so switcheroo, where oh no, the old guy died, and they're all sad about it, and then it turns out he didn't die, and someone no, else. No, that gave us that gave us one of the funniest jokes in the movie, though. Oh yeah, yeah, your favorite joke. <laughs> when they when they find out he's alive and they celebrate, but then the uncle's like, "Yeah, maybe we should be celebrating that this other guy died." <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty cute. It's really funny, but um, yeah, I don't understand what your problem is. Well, what both of y'all's problem is? This is a very nice and charming children's film that I I'm- had a good time with. I just don't get how they set it up that, like, Clifford is just randomly red, and then this, like, he just gets big for no reason. Like, I guess the magic guy gave him the ability to get big or to, like, make a wish come true. And then there's this, like, huge, like, um, corporation life grow that wants to take Clifford so that they can do their, because that's what they want. They want these experiments. They want to, like, be able to grow food to feed the world. And... I honestly, good for them. I was rooting for them. Like, they have such a noble cause. They want to, like, end 
like starvation and famine and we're supposed to like this one girl selfishly gets to keep a giant dog like why couldn't they work out a deal together like okay you can run some experiments on clifford but you can't keep him you know like i'm sure there could have been there could have been something i was rooting for them the whole time also, the the movies. I mean, it's movie. obvious that the pe- person who runs LifeGo is a corrupted CEO who just cares about money. He doesn't care about anything. He doesn't care about feeding people. He doesn't care about that, that dog. He doesn't care about anything. He's bad. Is it obvious? He's a bad is it guy. The the worst thing he's done is try to convince everyone that he had Clifford to begin with, and Clifford escaped from him. That's the worst thing. Lying. It's a lie. He lied. He's oh a bad guy. Emily and her uncle lied the whole time to their mom and the super. They lied the whole movie. So lying isn't that bad in like if everyone gets to do it. It's but lying also, and theft. Also the movie is partly a ripoff of Okja, which is like um the Korean film that came out not too long ago, like only a few years ago, where it's there's this company that makes these genetically enhanced like super pigs and they go and live like a different part to the country and the whole plan is that they're supposed to save the world and hunger you know feed everyone and the company tries to take this giant pig from this girl who like they become best friends and the whole movie is about saving the pig from um this corporation that wants to kill it and eat it it was just like a giant ripoff that there's any real connection i doubt that the the writers of clifford the big red dog the movie saw fucking octa Okja, you thought okay, it was a huge movie. It was pretty big. I'm positive that they uh regardless if it's like they stole it purposely or not, the movie just came out in 2017. Like, there's some huge names in this. I'm positive they've seen it somewhere. And even if they didn't, like, it's still an overdone like theme. They could have done something. I've never heard different. of it. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. You're the first person you I've have, heard it from. You haven't heard of a lot of movies. So also you're 19. Hate to throw your age in there, but there's a lot of movies that you haven't seen, and this is like a really big one. Jake Gyllenhaal's in this movie. There's, oh, there's... Jake Gyllenhaal is in this Korean movie about pigs. Yeah, it's mostly in English. But the director Okay. I don't know. I'm just saying it's like, it was an overdone story that like I had already seen, and I'd seen it done better. I don't know, man. I think I think you're, you're over... You just... Alexis... I think your opinions are disingenuous because you wanted to hate this movie. We Absolutely. it took a lot of it took a lot of convincing to get you to see this movie and you were dragging your feet the whole time. I think you wanted to hate this movie. I think I knew I wouldn't like it, but I went in with an open mind because you were so excited about it and I I was disappointed and I was upset that I knew I wouldn't like it and it it was worse than I thought it would be. Ah, that's not what the fuck, man. And Alexis, <laughs> how do you? <laughs> Where I'm do sorry. you get off talking of, like about Clifford the Big Dog like this? Where okay, do you okay. get off? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I do feel kind of guilty because you did like it so much. What I like about it is that it invoked these feelings in you, and you were very excited watching it. And me and Dakota ate the chips that he snuck into the uh, the theater. That's what I really liked. I supposed to tell everybody about that. <laughs> I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. I don't. I don't think the theater we go to knows about this podcast. I don't think they the, mind the, either. 
That'd be funny if, like, the, if if we walked into Hollywood, t- Hollywood IT and they're like, "Hey, we listened to the Rad Movie Review Podcast episode twenty three. The, the fucking I'm checking your bag." <laughs> oh my god, that would be hilarious! It'd be like, "All right, we made it. They listened to this." Dakota didn't share any of his chips with me. Well, I asked. I I, I didn't ask. I, I, I'm just kidding. I, I was mostly trying to invoke a response out of Dakota, but it did not work. Yeah, Is Dakota even still here? Is he tricking us? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> Put your phone down and walked into the other room. Oh my god. You just had it next to me. I'm like, Dakota, um, Dakota's got a new tough job where he works evening, so he's getting used to becoming a vampire. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I can hear the death in Dakota's voice. He'll, he'll get used to it. You'll get used to it, Dakota. I literally It'll be fine. My phone uh, message from me, Riley, and I was like, you know what? Okay. I was like, cool. <laughs> I, was like, I, I just oh. wanted to. I just wanted to make sure you were still uh, good for the podcast that we do at the same time every week. You're lucky you texted me because I would have been asleep. Yeah, I, I figured as much, which is why I texted you. Yep. Um, I, also, but I also was taking a nap, but I set an alarm to wake up. Good. That That is the correct process, Alexis. <laughs> please, <laughs> please heed her <laughs> her methods, Dakota. But um, No, alarms aren't important when you don't have to work until 11 o'clock at night. Yeah, but alarms are important when you have to do a podcast at 1 p.m. No. Yeah, that's what friends are for, for texting. Exactly. Okay, that's fair. Did you, like, what are some elements that you liked or didn't like about the movie, Dakota? Uh, um, I don't know, the CGI wasn't the best. I do agree with Riley on that. The CGI was terrible. Um, I never I said mean, it was terrible, I just said it was I, a little I bit. I thought it was terrible. Um, I mean, there were a couple, I guess, parts of it that I liked. Um, but I mean, there wasn't, there wasn't really too much. But um, I think, I guess, a couple of the things that I liked about it was just like, I think between like Emily and her uncle, like started, I I don't know, understanding like each other. Between like him not ever being around or anything, or like he's irresponsible, and then towards the end of the movie, or like the beginning, like the middle, I guess, he's actually showing responsibility and telling her no and all this stuff. So, like, I guess just the connection that they started, grow, uh, the bond that they started growing, um, and uh, like, I just liked. I pretty much like every other character but the main characters. Oh my god, same. Yeah. <laughs> I get that. I absolutely feel the same way. You just said you liked every other character but the main characters, but the two characters that you just described are the main characters of the film <laughs> that you said that you liked. I I was, no, I was, I was saying I liked the, the bond that they started having, but I didn't necessarily like them. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, I can kind of agree with that. I did like how the uncle started taking accountability 
toward the end and started like being responsible and making the choices that were best for Emily instead of what was fun. So that that was a cool difference. Seeing some character growth. Yeah, he definitely rose up to the occasion when at the beginning of the movie he lived in the back of a van and he uh, was giving himself a shower with hand sanitizer before a job interview that he was one hour late to. Oh my god, yeah. And then he was like, oh yeah, you can keep Clifford, but you have to tell your mom I knew nothing about it. Versus, like, being like, yeah, I did this, this happened, this was my fault, like, you know, he definitely did change. I think that's fair. I I, I think it's okay. I don't think that was that bad of a thing, when back when Clifford was a tiny puppy. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, that's... That's terrible. You're not supposed to do that. You're in charge. He was in charge of her. He was supposed to say no and be like the authority figure. But he said, I don't want to. I don't want to be that guy. So I'm not going to. You keep Clifford. Just tell your mom I didn't know. Like the mom is putting her trust in him to take care of Emily. And the thing about it that their apartment building is that there are no dogs allowed, period. None. You get evicted immediately as what happened when they did when it got found out. That is true. So with all those elements, like, he should have just been like, no, Emily, you can't do that. We're going to get evicted or you're going to get evicted. But he didn't. He was just like, oh, I don't want to be the bad guy. I don't want to. I don't want this. You you do it. You just I had no idea. But toward the end, he he was actually taking responsibility and he was taking accountability for his actions. And he was being an authority figure and seeking what was best for Emily and not just what was like what she wanted or what was fun. Which yeah. was good. Good growth. Good growth. Yeah, overall, I just think that this is a harmless kids film that I, I was I was warmed by and I laughed at and I just had a good time. And I think that Alexis and Dakota are mean <laughs> and I don't like them. <laughs> I'm so, I mean, I like I like kids movies. I watch a lot of kids movies because I have young uh, nieces and nephews or a niece and nephew. So I like have seen a lot, and I just like you know Clifford didn't bring it. It brought something. It brought you to to yeah, happiness there's, and joy. There's other kids' movies that are just like up there, and it's just like it's hard to. For some some kid movies, it's hard to top some other ones. And Clifford just wasn't one of those movies that was up there. Yeah, I will say I do think Emily is a great role model for for young children. Emily and Owen are great role models. You know, for like five or six year olds, like, oh, I want to be like them when I'm in sixth grade. So I had nothing wrong with them as characters in general. I just, Emily's a little boring, but kind of, I don't know. I guess it does what it's supposed to do. It makes people feel good. It makes people laugh. And it's a good um, represent, or it's a good idea to have of like what kind of person you want to be when you're a kid and you start thinking about these things. Yeah, I mean, that's that's true. Uh, but you also don't like it because you're mean. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> uh, it's time for the three questions of the day. Uh, first of all, uh, favorite character. We all know Alexa's answer to this, so let's let her give it. Owen. I love Owen. Our boy. <laughs> love that guy. Okay, Riley, what's your favorite character? <laughs> I thought you were going to go into it a little bit. Oh, I'll go into it. Owen was, <laughs> so he was the hero of the movie, honestly. He came in and he saved the day on multiple occasions. Without him, they wouldn't have been able to find the the magic man. He was he can hack computers. He can like 
He's got a SpongeBob USB like that he keeps on his little like. <laughs> I forgot about the SpongeBob. He's he's so cute. He's also has a huge crush on Emily, and he's like really sweet. And when Emily is like getting made fun of, he doesn't laugh or join in. He like seems he to stick to his like morals and his convictions. And he comes from like a super wealthy family. His dad's loaded. Just their their like where they lived was forty two million on Zillow. Which was like a great product plug for Zillow, I guess. I don't know, like that's weird marketing, but um that like the they looked it up and he allowed he, he let them stay with him for free. He just invited them to his home. And he has a huge crush on Emily, but he doesn't let it um interfere with his relationship with her. Which was sweet. He he doesn't like he's not too into her, he's not too like like weird about it. He just he likes her and he's still helping her. So he still values her as a person. And it's not like come up to it like, oh, do you like me? Do they they don't have to get together? There's no romance that's forced. It's just a quality. He has a crush on Emily, but it's doesn't overpower who he is and the what he brings to their friendship. So yeah. I really love love Owen. That's so adorable though. When he's talking to Clifford about <laughs> he like, yeah. he's talking to Clifford in the back of a truck he's like do you think me and Emily have chemistry <laughs> and then Clifford lets out this huge fart <laughs> yeah and then that that's when Owen fucks up and lets Clifford escape <laughs> our, our boy is flawed yes because he can't handle giant puppy stink but who's your, who's your yes, favorite character exactly. the fucking man up you see, it's hard because I want to say Owen, kind of, but there, there are a couple other candidates. Um, I guess I'll give it to, I'll give it to the uncle. I guess. I guess he entertained me the most, besides like maybe Clifford. But I don't want to give it to Clifford because Clifford's a dog. <laughs> he, he... <laughs> but um, yeah, I guess it's the uncle. Uh, shout out, uh, I guess, honorable mention to Clifford, obviously, and uh, also to my boy T-Bone. He he got, oh he got God, sniped yeah. in this movie. He, he got fucking he snuffed. An, <laughs> he made an appearance, though. Yeah, T-Bone. T-Bone's supposed to be a main character, dog. That's that's my one thing about this movie, is I, I want to see the universe where they don't just throw away everything established about Clifford. Because in the original Clifford show, Clifford is a dog who talks... And he has two other dog friends who also talk, and one of them is T-Bone the Bulldog, and he's in there. They didn't put the other one in there. There's also, like, a poodle that they hang out with. She's not in this movie. It's unfortunate. But it's okay that Clifford didn't talk, because uh, John Ritter, who voiced Clifford in the original... Um, uh, oh, yeah, Dakota. Uh, Dakota, I muted you because... When Alexis was talking, it was coming out of your mic, and it sounded terrible. So let me unmute you now. Maybe that problem has passed. <laughs> okay, you're, you're unmuted now. I'm just confused. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I, I did that because of whatever weird audio bullshit was going on on your head. I don't know what happened. Nothing. I think you sound you sound fine now. I'm not echoing, so I assume Alexis won't either. Um, but yeah, I'll give it to. Uh, the uncle, he was funny. Uh, he, uh, the, the, him just being like a fucking homeless bum, taking a shower with hand sanitizer, and then he goes through the character <laughs> development while he's watching Emily, and he 
kind of nuts up as an adult. And yeah, I, I, I'll give it to him. Uh, what about you? Dakota? Uh, Dak, my friend. Oh, old lady. The old lady? Oh my god. The old lady, the was old a lady with the condensed milk. Yes. <laughs> she saved the day. What do you mean? She did if save she, the day. She, if that she old lady would have got mauled by that goat. That's true. Yeah, that, it was a sheep. Whatever. It was it was mean, is what it was. It was a really angry sheep. Genetically enhanced to be mean. Yeah, so there was yeah. also a two headed goat. That that was interesting. <laughs> if she wasn't there, they would have got mauled by that thing. They would have got wrecked for sure. Yep. It would have been She's over. Mean. She it would have been Jover. It would have been Jover. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, so, uh, favorite scene. Uh, why don't you hit us with it, Dakota? What was your favorite scene? Um, probably the part where they're in the park and Clifford's chasing the ball and then he pisses on the tree. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty good. It's a very good part. Um, what about you, Alexis? Um... Ah, uh, there's just so many great scenes to pick from. Oh, is uh, there? Don't condescend <laughs> to me. <laughs> Anything with Owen on the screen. But I love Owen's introductory scene when she's like, oh, your name's Owen. And he's like, she knows my, you know my name. And he's like, oh, I didn't say that out loud. You know my Sorry. name? <laughs> that was, that was yeah, wild. That was so adorable. I just love that. And then how, like, I think I, met, I mentioned it before. She goes into class. She's, like, recycling. Her bag breaks. And, like, all her cans get everyone. Everyone laughs and makes fun of her. But then you see, like, in the classroom, you just see Owen there, and he's not laughing. He's just, like, very, like, sympathetic toward her. Even though he, like, doesn't get up to help her, you can see, like, he's obviously constricted by, like, the same, like, social parameters. But it doesn't mean he's, like, joining in and, like, trying to be, like, cool like them. He just, like, isn't laughing, and he's still remaining a good friend. Yeah, that's that's powerful. I don't think I could do that. If that happened to one of my friends, I probably would laugh. Yeah, see, he's a, he's a really sweet boy. Even okay, if I, even we- if I even no matter how much love in my heart I had for them, if if if, Pat, <laughs> if that happened to Patrick, I would lose my mind. Oh my god! <laughs> I feel like that's fair though, because he would probably laugh even harder if it happened to you. <laughs> he would, yeah, yeah, he would definitely laugh at me if that happened. Yeah, <laughs> but um. Uh, as for my favorite scene, I don't know. It's hard. Because there's just so many great ones, right? Yes! Uh, Unironically, yes, that's the reason (laughs) for me. Um, I guess... Hmm. Shit. I guess just the gathering of, like, the people in Emily's neighborhood of, like, raiding Life Grow to get Clifford back that that was that was really heartwarming and it shows that like Clifford has made an impression on uh, the local community and they're willing to stick their necks out to help Emily save Clifford and that was really sweet so I think that is my favorite scene and there's a, there's also a lot of funny stuff that happens too like the the old lady uses the condensed milk to tame the sheep uh, the the magician guy tries to pick the lock and is not <laughs> successful um, so yeah, really good, a uh, really good sequence. I think that's my favorite scene in the film. Uh, so as for rating out of ten, I'm interested to see how how bad 
Dakota and Alexis trash on this movie. Um, so with that being said, Alexis. Oh my god, I feel so bad. I like honestly don't want to give my rating. I feel really bad. But... It's okay. It's okay. <gasps> okay, my rating for this movie is a one. No! <laughs> How can you do this to my boy? I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Look it's how a they one. massacred him. It feels right. It just feels right. Well, Alexis. I'm a terrible person, I know. I'm sorry. You are a terrible person. I was about to say something else, but I decided against it. <laughs> oh, oh <laughs> my God. Dakota, go ahead. What's your rating? I'm going to give it a four. Okay, that's that's more fair. I'm I'm okay with four. You're not completely just slashing it apart. This film that deserves none of it deserves none of Alexis's <laughs> meanness. Harsh oh, criticism. I'm giving it a seven. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I thought we were gonna give you know, it a ten. I was no, definitely not. It's definitely not. I want to give it a 10 out of 10 just to spite you two, but no, realistically, <laughs> <laughs> I give it a 7. It's a, it's a really fun film. It's not some, like, real marvel of fucking cinematography or anything, so it's not going to get anything above a 7, but I really had a great time. And that's why this movie gets a 7, and you two are mean. Well, I had a great time with you watching it. Oh, okay. That's that's fine. That's why it gets a one and not a zero. I thought I got a one and not a zero because of Owen. Even I would have given Owen a zero too, but no, I got a the, the one is because I had such a great time with you guys, and it was fun to be in the theater alone and yes. to share our reactions in the moment. That was really fun, but um. All right, I guess we're we're about done. Uh, so your preview for the next episode, um, it's my turn again to pick the movie, and uh, we're doing uh, something that we promised on the show a while ago, uh, uh, back when I did Scott Pilgrim versus the World uh, with Saturn in One. Um, we're gonna talk about Shaun of the Dead, uh, which is a 2004 sort of like horror parody comedy film. Um, and I do believe, uh, <laughs> we'll see if this comes to fruition, because sometimes I schedule people to come on shows and it doesn't work out. Um, but I do have Saturn and One both scheduled to appear as guests, and so we'll see if they show up. <laughs> I can't but, wait. I'm excited. Yeah, this is going to be the first time Alexis and Dakota meet uh, some of my internet weirdo friends which which saturn saturn and one are a good are a good soft start because they're not quite as weird as my other friends and also they're actually adults unlike my other friends who are all like 16 so this is a, <laughs> this is a good so, this is a good soft bridge to my internet friends before i bring fucking andrew and demi gloom on the show and scare both of you away <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, we'll see you next time for Shaun of the Dead for the Rad Movie Review Podcast. I've been Riley. I've been Alexis. And we'll see you next time. Bye.